I'm Ellis Genge and you're listening to Bears Beyond the Gate podcast. Good luck. Hello and welcome to Bears Beyond the Gate, a Bristol Bears podcast made, made by fans for fans. We're three season card holders at Ashton Gate who love the club, the game and all things Bears. In this week's show we review the visit to Parma Zebra in the European Challenge Cup. It was certainly a game of two halves, with Bristol eventually porking up in the second period after a pretty ham-fisted first 40. Does a late rush of points against a fairly weak opponent constitute bringing home the bacon? Or are we still one banger short of a proper barbecue? Oh. <laughs> we also look forward to what has been a fairly rare occurrence recently, that is a home game at the gate, and ponder how we may set up against Perpignan as we look forward to a Friday under the lights. Will we put out a strong side? Will the new Brisley turn up with a few new moves after his long festive break? And could there be some fireworks off the top of the Lansdowne for a change? We'll find out. Anyway, I'm Pete, and as you might have guessed, I'm only joined tonight by Lee and Miles for a cheeky beer and some rugby banter. Well, lads, Tony can't be with us again due to work commitments, but he obviously trusts us for his sins after our previous efforts going commando, as it were. So uh, let's let's get on with it, boys. So uh, anyway, Lee, thanks very much for having us back at the pod pad. You're uh, welcome. How are you? Good weekend. Anything you want to talk about? Yeah, I, I want to talk about all those puns that you've just interjected <laughs> into our introduction and how much I miss TC already. <laughs> uh, well, to be fair, I was kind of rehearsing them last night on Twitter when I was I was so bored at the, in the I first bet, half yeah. of the game that I was you had plenty uh, of I was, time to do it. I was testing them out. I tested them out, and I got to say that if you read the post tomorrow morning, you may find a few more in there as well. Uh, but anyway, yes. Apart from that, though, the puns. Yeah. You good. Yeah, all joking aside, good to see you fellas. Um, thanks to Miles, because initially I did miss the game yesterday because I couldn't get up on my TV. So Miles was kind enough to give me the, the code. Uh, and for my sins, I watched the all 80 minutes back <laughs> today because I couldn't fast forward the first 60. Uh, so, well, uh, but yeah, go. it's good to see you fellas. And, um, you know, looking forward to doing another... Uh, well, at least we've got a cheery pod to uh, yeah. to talk about. You know, <laughs> at so. least we've got a victory yeah, true. today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Miles, oh, hello again. I'd say you're becoming one of it. You're a regular oh. podder now, aren't oh, you? Absolutely. I think this. I, I think my stats might be this season might have uh, overtaken all previous seasons on my attendance record. Really, I think you've but... been a, you've been a slow burner, but you now are a solid member of this podcast. So um, I assume you've had a lovely family weekend with the Duchess and the kids, relaxing nicely. What have you been up to? Well. <laughs> Well, yeah, the Duchess has been away again. What? Down in her second home in Devon. Well, I've been just looking after the kids. Actually, I think the closest any of us got to the Duchess this weekend was TC spotting a pub called the Duchess in London, which uh, he, uh, I think he's been celebrating his uh, celebrating his. Eight, I mean, his uh, his fifty-something birthday yeah. with the family this weekend and. As I say, we, we miss Ron Burgundy, but we'll try our best to get this pod sorted. We will, we will. And, mate, I mean, I think you really, after me, you really should be nominated for Dad of the Year. You are, you are a selfless, selfless uh, person. Right, here we go. So, anyway, boys, let's get on with it. So, um, as is kind of standard, let's have a brief chat first about what we thought of the team sheet when it came out, particularly in the context of that pretty shoddy and forgettable performance at London Irish last weekend. So, Lee, when the the, the uh, team came out, what were your thoughts? Really positive. 
yeah, really positive. I thought that, you know, we, it was nice to see players like Henry Purdy back. Um, obviously, we had Siva, which was, I mean, you know, how long have we been waiting yeah. for uh, Siva to come back into our side? Um, Harry Randall, after that horrific injury uh, with England. Um, I was really, really positive, and also Fitz Harden, because we'd forgotten about yeah. Fitz for mm. a little bit, haven't we? And uh, I mean, I looked at that, that team and that squad, and I thought, that's definitely a, a, a squad that can, can do over the Zebris. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I agree with you. You know, I thought we, we've got to go big and we've got to go hard, you know, not, not just because we needed to win it, but also just we needed to purge, at the time, I was thinking, purge some of that kind of misery that Miles and me had witnessed at uh, <laughs> at the Brentford Community Stadium or the GTEC Stadium last week. So, Miles, anything else you want to add to that? What did you think? Uh, I thought it was an absolutely brilliant team. I mean, bar, you could say bar Charles Piatow, that potentially is the best team we're ever going to field, isn't it? Um, Apart from, yep, go for still it. the one thing for me, Dan Thomas at seven. Yeah. Dan Thomas needs to be starting at flank. I mean, Probably I do see, a, toyer on the I do see well. a point because Bradbury had sneaked back into the flank again, hadn't he? And Fitzharding uh, back to number eight, which he's been played a lot of times. Um, and we'll chat about the interesting it change around, didn't it, in the second half? But I thought that was an amazing team. I mean, we did say that, well, I don't know, Zebra are going to be tough away. They're actually really good back at Ashton Gate. Um, and that's, yeah, a brilliant team. I was really looking forward to watching the game and mm. hopefully getting a win. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting what you say about Dan Thomas because you would have thought that was a good opportunity for him yeah. to start. Yeah. You know, Bradbury, we've talked about this, that we don't really want to see Bradbury out of position. We no. want to see him as a, as a kind of solid barnstorming eight. But uh, it kind of smacks of that deciding who you want to play and then finding a position for them. But anyway, we'll move on. We'll move on. So, anyway, let's get to this game. So we were relatively positive and, and uh, um, you know, there were clearly a few hardcore fans out in Italy, although, uh, you know, it did look a bit foggy and, did, uh, yeah. and a bit kind of quiet. But so I guess most of us saw the game via the EPC Rugby TV um, for the princely sum of uh, £4.57. Um, and to be honest, Miles... <laughs> it looked like a bit of a waste of money in the first half, didn't it? Um, I did think that, and actually, I think Lee was groaning so much. I sort of, uh, you know, said, "Well, you might as well have it for free." And even I, I agree. I mean, I felt like one pound ninety nine was too much after sixty nine minutes. But lo and behold, by the end of the match, um, the princely sum of four pound fifty seven seemed pretty reasonable, actually. Yeah, and I mean, I think the the problem was that you know that first half we appeared to just sort of seamlessly carry on from the second half at Irish and, and uh, continue to, to kind of turn over possession on a regular basis, you know, with a, it was, it, with a whole playbook of kind of penalties, knock-ons and, and random passes yeah, into touch. Yeah. So, I don't know, Lee, what do you think? I mean, why was that? Why, why do you think that first half was, was so bad? I don't think I've ever said this before, but I, I genuinely thought that... I got the impression when we turned up, we thought we would just... All we had to do was turn up, basically. Yeah. And, uh, and I thought that we displayed an arrogance that isn't, isn't really part of the Bears ethos. Mm. And, and I, I don't know, the, the, the first 20 or so minutes, it was almost like we could make those mistakes that we continually do every week mm. and we'd get away with it, mm. which ultimately we, we did do. But I just thought I, I didn't like the arrogance of a team that, you know, we just took 
took to the field and we thought that we could roll these guys over. And the trouble with arrogance and, is... Sorry, yeah, sorry just to bite him for a second. Yeah, yeah. That really stamped it out early for me is when Sheedy could have taken the three points early mm. and we didn't. We kicked yeah. to the corner. Mm. And, I, and I just thought, it's an away game in Europe. You've got to respect your opponents. And I thought, let's kick the three, let's mm. build a lead and then start playing. Yeah. And it, that that's just my opinion, but that's the impression I got. Yeah, I mean, I think you're in, it's an interesting, <clears throat> it's a really good point. And I mean, taking the points or going for the corner is, is one of the big debates, you know, alongside where the offside line is, is in like it that. Is, I mean, everybody, yeah. you know, if we'd scored and, and got seven points within two minutes, we'd all be loving it. But I, I kind of understand what you're saying a lot. And trouble is, when you think you see arrogance in a team that makes you think that you're not playing as a team that makes you think that it's all about individuals and yeah. and of course that's not what we've been sold is it the idea of the individuals it's it's about the idea of the, the system the team, the team playing together well, I mean, yeah. what do you think Miles? Oh, well I agree I mean the system completely failed for the first half didn't it I mean I mean I could only the number of unforced errors by Bristol it was just unfortunate wasn't it I was really looking forward to being Purdy being back uh, dropped two, un- two two balls, didn't he, in the yeah. first sort of ten minutes? Um, of course, another knock on. We dropped the ball again. There were high tackles by Thaka, and he, you're right. We went for the um, went for the driving ball, didn't we? Off a, a penalty, and then obstructed Zebre and then yeah. given the penalty, and they were back in our twenty two. I mean, I can't put my finger on it. The fact that you know, I mean, Edom was brilliant for Zebra, but I mean, and they were jackling us brilliantly. Um, but, yeah, it was just a painful first half to watch. It really was. As a little caveat, though, I would say, I mean, Purdy's been out injured for ages. Yeah. And we've brought him back in. We all know full-back's not his natural position. He's, a, he's a, in my opinion, he's a winger. Mm. Um, and I, 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 did feel like, I did feel a bit sorry for the guy because he's one of those players who's always given 100% for Bristol. And, I, and he did, you know, he, he had a nightmare, let's face it. He had a complete nightmare. But... That little caveat of just coming back from injury straight into fallback, and I mean, you know, we're we're, we're bare bones hit fallback yeah. anyway, aren't we? Yeah. And, I, and I did feel a little bit sorry for him, but you are right, Miles. You know, the mistakes are there for all to see, aren't they? Yeah, and I mean, some people might have already heard that interview that Genji did after the game, and he, I mean, he <laughs> summarised it a lot better than we can, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But basically, sort of saying that people are trying a bit too hard, and and, and maybe that's. Classic for Purdy as well, like like you say, you know, he, he's been in and out of the squad. He's probably feeling a bit mentally fragile because he probably doesn't feel like he's he's uh, kind of valued. So you know, he wants to make a good impression, and he comes up for his first first catch, and he jumps up in the air, and he's he's hoping it will be a, a kind of Freddie Stewart esque catch, and yeah. and he drops it, and yeah, and 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 Genji sort of said in, in a way that was where all that ill discipline from, all those penalties were people trying to do too much and holding on and being isolated and all that can, sort of thing. Yeah, I agree. But then um, you've got um, Saka, the line-out failing again and again and again, wasn't it? I mean, that's a, you know, a yeah. professional sports person, a training ground move. The It was a bit foggy, but it wasn't actually raining. Um, I mean, I cannot see why the line-out is just not working still. It was appalling last week at Irish, wasn't it? Mm. Overthrowing by Saka yeah. consistently this week. Um, and it just doesn't really seem acceptable. If, if you've got Joe Joyce and you've got Chris Bowie as second rows, there's no way in the world we should be 
messing up line no. line acts. You know, in my opinion. But it was it was almost like we were again back to what you said. Really good point was that it was we were trying too much too quick, mm. and actually the you know long line outs and and long throws when we really should have just been yeah. focusing on the basics. Yeah. Get a good good catch, good drive. Yeah. Maybe get a penalty. You know, move on. And I think I think that you're absolutely right. What you said that maybe we just went there with a bit of arrogance and and tried. Maybe not arrogance necessarily, but you know, a bit of arrogance, but maybe just a bit overconfidence. Let's be generous, and you know, and and just didn't focus on doing the basics. But anyway, having said that, boys, <laughs> it got better. It did get better, and actually, in that first half, there was a couple of other positives. Um, one was that they only scored six points because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they could have. Well, they could have got nine. I mean, to yeah. be fair, we could have been a bit if they'd scored a try or two. Yeah. Um, when our you know confidence down, that could have been worse. But but also, I think we saw what we've been missing with Harry Randall and Siva Nualago. They didn't have loads of, of, of stuff, but they definitely did make an impression in that first half. Yeah. Just just the power of Siva and the pace of Randall, and it that in itself was a really, really positive thing. And uh, I've got to say, with Seaver, I mean, initially I was trying to figure out where he was and I couldn't, I thought he was semi all the time because he had a bit of a beard, a bit of a jaunty yeah, beard, didn't he? Yeah, and yeah. he got a bit of a mullet and he looks like he's kind of, it was hard to spot him at times, yeah. but I mean, we'll talk a little bit about him in in, in a minute. But um, so that was kind of a, you know, I guess a plus point in a pretty dire second half. And, and actually, we all noticed this, didn't we? That at half time, it looked like Pat kept a few of the players mm kind of out on the pitch or under the posts mm. uh, it looked to me I don't know what you think boys it looked to me like some of the kind of leadership group as it were yeah. and I thought that was kind of a quite a pivotal moment because last week we got no response in the second half and I'm sure Pat has reflected on why that wasn't and I bet he was getting a bit worried I don't know what you think Lee yeah no I, I agree I mean I, I mean, he did need a big boot up the ass let's face it yeah. um, but the <laughs> The thing is, this wasn't London Irish, mm. you know, with all respect to, to Zebra, you know, they're not as strong a side. So the fact that we were actually going into half time six points down, and you are right, Pete, we, you know, it, it could have been worse. But the fact that we were actually going in at six points down half time, to me, is unacceptable because <clears throat> if we would have played, if, if we'd have had our heads on the game from, from zero, then I think that we would have never gone into half time mm, with Pat needing to give them a boot on the backside. I mean, what do you think, Mars? I mean, what do you think Pat was saying to those boys? Because we know he's a he's very much kind of it's his way or no yeah, way. Is, I mean, he was a, you know, and it, I, I think we've reflected on this before. I don't think there was a post match interview with Pat no. that, that I can see online. No. There was John Muldoon and Genji who had a spot on interview we'll, we'll come to chat about. Um, it did seem a bit passive and quiet, I must say. And I think there was some comment from a travelling fan who kind of emailed us, didn't they, with their report. Um, and clearly, he was very worried about a performance last week. Goodness knows, he didn't want to repeat that again. And God forbid, maybe he felt it's like, if this goes goes down the pan and we get a loss, then his job potentially is on the line. It was very interesting that he just kept some players on the pitch, um, seemed very calm. Whether there was a... Well, you can't get back on the plane from uh, Zebra, can you, in a hurry? No. But whether there was a sort of slightly more calm, pragmatic approach from about half-time, but something to what he said seemed to work. See, I've got a theory. I, I wonder whether Pat actually got his leadership team and said, boys, what do you think? Mm. For, you know, 
what do you think? What do you what do you think? You were out Is there, that boys. acceptable? Yeah. No, but what you 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 talk tell me because mm. I you know I'm almost t- passing a bit of responsibility, which maybe this is something we discussed before. He hasn't done before, and it's kind of his way or the highway. Mm. But actually, showing a little bit of, you know what, boys, I'm going to let you so, you know you talk about. It. And I wonder whether those boys did the team talk, and they and they were the ones that maybe called out a few truths in the thing about the whole system and said. We're going to do it this way. And Genji, I wonder how big an influence Genji had in that half-time. But that could be massive because I do feel that sometimes Pat Lamb is the problem. Yeah. Uh, Because I do, personally, I feel that you can only take that headmaster approach so often and then it it can then strike fear. And I think we've been playing with a lot of fear for a long time now because that coast-to-coast rugby that we used to really enjoy mm. watching has been absent for a long, long time now. Yeah. And, and I just feel s- you can only you can only give so many kicks up the backside. Mm. You know what I mean? And I f- you could be right, Pete, that actually just saying, like, we don't know what happened on the pitch, but, you know, maybe the player is actually taking it upon themselves. But that's why you need a Genji... Mm. Yeah. in that oh, team you see, that's I'm, the issue and I'm, I'm saying this from a positive point of view I, yeah. I'm thinking that you know maybe and this is pure speculation and that's the only thing we can go on and this is why we do yeah, this yeah. podcast because we can only speculate but I just wonder whether it was a bit of a epiphanal moment for Pat as well in, and realising that it's not working so he's got to do something different and he has got massive amount of skills we know he's a he is a good coach he is a experienced guy he's a confident talker but maybe just maybe he's realised that he can't do it all himself. And, mm. and and maybe that's why John Muldoon did the interview. He's like, that's why Genji did yeah. the afternoon, because he wants he wants to <laughs> share the burden a little bit. That's the most positive thing for me. Yeah. Because I think Pat's been so uptight in not releasing those things He's not out. looked happy, has he? No. no. Yeah. And you, I mean, Bristol Bears is a massive, massive project. Yeah. And I think you, you do need to offload those jobs to yeah. other people. And that's why these guys are in those in those positions yeah. we've got Jordan Crane we've got John Muldoon you know we've got we've got Genji we've got you know the the um, the squad the leadership squad you know these guys are there for a reason and it's not for Pat to do everything himself so yeah. it would be a massive positive so well I mean sorry we went off a bit of a, of a kind of popular psychology tangent there lads but I think it's an interesting point and, yeah, and you know yeah. it's just one point of view that we've got and maybe other people see it differently and of course we're always willing to to hear people's opinions about our opinions and as we say we don't we don't profess to know everything but anyway let's move on because or anything, actually, or anything. Or anything. Yeah. but let's move on because actually you know we've got a lot to talk about in the second half um or we can talk about some specific things that happened got like six um, although to be honest i mean when we came back out we we saw that toby fricker had gone off mm. it looked like an injury so we it, i think it was the it was the debut in terms of a competitive debut of James Williams from Hartbury College because I think the only other time he played was that Cardiff yeah, friendly. Yeah. Saw him after so he comes. I mean, he's a chunky lad, and I mean that in a nice way. And he comes chunking on. I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, he looked he looked keen, and, and you know, within about two minutes, he was already punching holes through the middle, and that was interesting. And then very so there was a bit of a rejig. I think to much to much to his relief, Purdy <laughs> went back out on the ring <laughs> where Yoan Lloyd went to fullback, and uh, and then Williams came in at inside centre. Yeah. And then within about two minutes, there was another rejig because poor old Semi 
got a bit of friendly fire, I think, <laughs> off mm. Harry Facker's boot and uh, went off with a... Uh, uh, looked like well we thought it was a cut head but if you've seen his Instagram page he's, uh, that he's, he's, a, he's auditioned for uh, pi- Pirates of the yeah, Caribbean yeah, isn't yeah. he <laughs> I mean it, well, he's got a little trip to Ophthalmology yeah. up, up and coming hasn't he and that well yeah. I do heal quite quickly but if that's a serious laceration to the eyelid I think that's uh, that's three four weeks out minimum really there's no amount of uh, Vaseline that's going to protect his and, protect his eye and is that's it? just pure bad luck I mean we yeah, you know, that is, you know there's two types of injuries in there that there's impact injuries that you can't deal with and there's kind of hamstring and stuff like that which we can question a little bit yeah um but this is real i, I feel for him because that's yeah bad luck and uh you know but having said that you know we thought williams did all right so anyway then jack bates comes on so we've got a completely new you know rejig where we've got bates and williams i mean you know we we're expecting that bates and williams as our central no. partnership for for a while and then you know um What's his name? Uh, Seaver, obviously, on the wing. Uh, Purdy on the wing. And then uh, you know, and Lloyd at fullback. Yeah, full and back. we kind of reset, didn't we? And it, you well, know. That's the interesting thing, isn't it? Because we're just talking about the leadership group having a big heart-to-heart mm. on the pitch at half-time. And then within a few minutes, everything has completely changed. Yeah. And we've got new personnel on, which wouldn't have been on mm. initially. So you have to give full credit to the boys changing position, like you say, and you know, and they stuck to the attack. It didn't work initially, but obviously that's gonna those those types of positional changes they're gonna take a while to settle in. And Miles, what were you thinking at that point? I mean, we you know we just barely started the second half. <laughs> we've we've had a terrible pig, quite literally a pig, of the first half in Palmer. <laughs> Boom! And uh, <coughs> what were you thinking when all these changes happened? I mean, were you realistically positive or well I don't it couldn't get any worse could it I mean my pessimism was literally in my boots to be honest with you and actually you and I had seen James Williams play at the friendly Cardiff match and have been super impressed by him and we couldn't work out why he'd not featured in the first team squad more often but yeah I mean so he came on and slotted in brilliantly the semi yeah that was very unfortunate but Bates came on but as we know Bates has featured many a time and he's a live wire so I guess we just had to suck it and see, didn't we? And we'll chat about the play. But actually, I thought both of them came on uh, and were, were like lightning and played really well. Well, yeah, and I mean, actually, it wasn't long before our kind of optimism, you know, was was uh, was fired a little bit because finally we got the basics right. We got uh, the driving more, dri- driving more, <laughs> yeah. and then Harry Thacker. I mean, it wasn't the driving over the line one; it was Thacker coming off the back. He peeled off the he back, peeled off the, the back, and, you know, one little sidestep straight over. And yeah. um, unfortunately, Callum didn't convert it, so we were still six five down. But then, I think not that long, much long after. I think it was fifty two minutes. Um, great break from Siva down the right. He'd yeah. started to look really dangerous. I think yeah. there'd been. A, I can't remember the timeline of it, but there was plenty of breaks in that second half and. One particular one, wasn't it? He went down the side, offloaded inside, or he popped it inside to Yoan Lloyd, um, who who then scored in the corner. Unfortunately, it's one of those ones, isn't it, where we say, brilliant try, mm. but why does it have to be right in the yeah. corner? Yeah. Because and for again, Oshido, it's a difficult again, kick, yeah. and he missed it. So then we're only... So we're only... We're 10-6 uh, um, up, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, exactly, 10-6 up. And what do you think there, though, Lee? When we're 10-6 up... You know, scored two quick tries. We've had a rejig. We're looking good. I mean, what was your thoughts then? Yeah, and I'm I'm thinking then we're, we're you know getting a grasp of the game and we're going to push on and you know and ultimately kind of 
push ourselves clear at that point, but uh, it didn't really but work we, out we, that we, way. What we hadn't it? done, we'd forgotten the whole, the little play we like to do is score and then concede. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, yeah we absolutely. hadn't done the score and then concede, had we? So, of course, very soon after that, I think it was 62 minutes, um, Zebra then had a, a, they scored probably, I'd say, the best try of the game, Absolutely. to be honest. It was a, yeah. it was a pick and go. I think there was a couple of offloads around the corner from the, a couple of forwards. There was the, there was one of their centres, I think he was called Pierre Bruno, because my daughter was what she, every time Pierre Bruno was mentioned, she was like cheering, because she obviously <laughs> took a fancy for Pierre oh. Bruno, which I think is quite a classy rugby name, that Pierre Bruno. Anyway, he took it on. Quit rut, recycled it, yeah. and then I looked up. I could see there was basically no Bristol players defending on the left hand side, and it, it was just a walk in. I, I, I corrected it because I put three man overlap. I looked back, and they had a four man yeah, overlap. Yeah. I mean, we on got, the left wing, wasn't it? It I, was bad. We just got caught short, and I mean, oh, it just it just goes to show how how imp- you know if you do a quick line break and mm. a quick couple of offloads, how difficult it is to defend something like it, that. It, it was the uh, it was the. <laughs> Who was the guy that scored it? Was it was it Jersey or Jersey? I have to laugh because the commentary all game. Oh, we could do that later. Okay. Don't talk about right. the, the commentary's okay. coming later. We're gonna mention <laughs> that at the end. Yeah. That Hold piece? that one. That's, that's that's in our extras. Yeah. So anyway, so the thing was after kind of a positive, you know, first quarter of the second half, as it were, so third quarter yeah, yeah. of the game, yeah. suddenly we're trailing 10-11 again. Um I don't know what I don't know about you, Miles. Even though we were training, I kind of felt the momentum was still with us, and I kind of felt that they were likely to start tiring a little bit because they were looking a bit raggedy, even at ten eleven. Um, and I think sixty three, Carl Sinclair went off and Max de Heath came on, and then kind of after that, we we sort of pulled away I mean I, I don't know what do you think that might be I mean we, we scored again I mean we'll say it really let's just quickly say what it well, was and we'll come back to you yeah. Thacker scores his, his hat well, Thacker scores on 69 yeah, yeah. driving more um, then they get a th- 73 they get someone sent to the bin so we've got basically a man advantage for the last 10 Harding then gets a direct try catches on the line out of the back and then realises nobody's holding it blocking him. <laughs> wait we're skipping Tony wouldn't skip through I know but I'm going to come back to it I know but I'm going to skip it and okay. then I'm going to ask Miles what he thinks of it okay. and then Thacker gets his hat trick and then um, Fred Davis comes on 78 minutes um, yeah, apparently he'd only just arrived on his interrail ticket because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, I'm good. laughs> he's supposed to start the game I heard but he was a bit late because he's, he's, he had his interrail <laughs> card and then uh, and then at finally Big Magnus Bradbury scores really strongly in the corner for another break so Miles going back I just want to get all that out because basically we were 10-11 on yeah. 60 68 minutes yeah. and then we did all that so what do you think you know, I thought, I think when we, you know, that was a really good try when they had that four-man overlap. But I think by that point, we looked a bit more lively, hadn't we? We had Batley come on, and then, as we said, we, there was a weird change around, wasn't there? Bradbury finally moved to his correct position at number eight, uh, and Fitz went to the flank. Well, <laughs> Which I can't understand why he's, mm. you know, why he's not starting there. It's really. I mean, we odd. never change positions around this. <laughs> well, we did today, actually. I mean, obviously, I'm well, in Tony's absolutely. position. Yeah, but, but it's, I don't feel right. Though. Yeah, Miles is still in his. You're you're in your positions. That's it's the way we do it, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, so. But absolutely. But I know I wasn't too worried because we looked a bit more lively with you know Batley coming on. He's been brilliant. He needed a half a game rest, didn't he, before this game? But you're right. I think the line out drive was working. The moor was working brilliantly. Thacker scored again. Um, 
and there was an odd little query Tiana obstruction, wasn't there? Like by the oh, heath. Yeah. And yeah, I think, well, I know, but I think I think there's a lot of confusion as whether the rules have changed, doesn't there? So whether you're Apparently still allowed to question it before post, the restart, yeah, or once yeah. the kick has been taken. Apparently, it has. I didn't know that, um, but it was odd. But then we obviously got you know, but, but we got another badly thrown line out. <laughs> Zebra got a yellow card, another penalty, um, and, and Fitz wasn't marked really, was? And he sort of like found himself like. <laughs> Brilliant! I just walk in, you know, caught caught driving, uh, caught caught Thacker's uh, ball, spinning conversion by Sheedy, and that was our fourth try. Yeah. And I literally thought, well, that's game done. Well, it had to it? be game done by then. I, Four I just, tries, bonus yeah. point scored. That's the end of the game, really. I um, mean, do you think, Lee, that it was just that we eventually wore him down? Was that what happened? Well, I think you two have just eventually wore me down. I bet we I'm, have. I'm just, I'm trying to process what you've just spoken about in the last two minutes. Okay, in my head. Why did we see right. loads of trolls in the games. last time? <laughs> there was a lot of action in the last what, five minutes. What I do want to say is, I, I I thought it was a great take by Fitz Arden from the line-out. Yeah, and and we, we said that, you know, obviously the line-out wasn't our best, uh, mm. wasn't our best line-out performance, but... I thought it was great, and obviously, what I liked about it, it was the intelligence that he initially looked to offload, mm. but then he saw there was a space, and then it was that quick turn straight for the line and that power and that pace, which we know Fitz Arden's got. Um, have we mentioned Heenan? Uh, have we mentioned um, Bradbury yet? <laughs> yeah, we have. We have. Yeah, yeah he's been right. mentioned. So the thing I loved about Bradbury yeah. was it was almost like a, a, a Siva type of try mm. in my opinion it where he was just smashing people yeah. down out the way um and i it, it's good to see bradbury back because i think he's had a little he has he started the season brilliant for us and i think he had a lot of niggling little injuries mm. and he seems to be now back to his best um and and ultimately it was exactly the you know the kind of result we expected you know to begin with but you know, it was nice that we were able to turn it on in, in those last 15 it a, minutes. It's nice that it eventually got yeah. there after 69 minutes. Wasn't yeah, it? And, I mean, um, I, you're right. And, and you're right to focus on that Bradbury finish because that was some finish. I mean, that mm. is two bits of power down that mm. wing. Siva, Nualago, and then to, to Bradbury. Yeah. And he still had a bit of work to do. He and did. I think it was really good. So really, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if you were coming in, having not watched it and looked at the result, you'd think six try hammering from Bears must mm. have been rampant. Um, it was but you know it certainly didn't look like that in the first half and no. I mean it was great it's great to, you know we can't argue with six tries we can't argue with some of the quality eventually especially that second half but the little niggle I suppose in my back of my mind is would we have got away with that first half against a you know a half decent no you know, absolutely of course, no way we know that if we're going to you know compete at the highest level like we want to then that sort of stuff uh, may not you know, it wouldn't happen. Well, so we're, we're going to have a we're going to have a, a last sixteen tie against yeah. a team that will not let us do no that. Way. No way, exactly. we won't be coming so, back against. So, there, no. so there's plenty to look at. So let's let's quickly get to the performances then. So Lee, if you do the pack, Miles, you do the back line. Yeah. Anything perhaps we haven't mentioned so far, and then I'll quickly do the spare bears at the end. So pack. So the pack again, solid, solid as they they always have been. Um, the the thing that I'd like. Our pack to be, and I know Miles normally, or you take the pack, don't you, when Tony's uh, Tony's in charge. What I'd like them to be is is coming out of the 7 out of 10s to the 9 out of 10s. 
you know, and and they were solid and you know and fairly convincing. But what I want them to be is commanding. Mm. But in this particular game, you know, I, I I've got Genge, you know, pretty much Genge facts and singular all solid, you know, and that's all they needed to be on this particular day. But I I do feel that. They, they just need to step up uh, when we get back to the Premiership games. Um, I thought I thought Joycey and Vui were already, again, just... A bit quiet. Just quiet. quiet. Yeah. yeah, and I know Vui took a knock later on in the game as well, which, you know, hopefully won't, you know, won't in, yeah, interfere with him playing next next week. But I just I just feel there's more in them. Yeah. I mean, I They're almost playing within themselves. Yeah. I, mean, a I suppose bit. Joyce is coming back from quite a long injury, but yeah. you know, so realistically it's gonna take him maybe a little bit to get match fit and it's better he does it in these games that are kind of winnable True. without playing that well. Yeah. But I, I thought personally Heenan was was again a bit quiet and I've already said for me Dan Thomas would have started. Yeah. Um and I thought Bradbury and and Harden were were again, to use a Miles phrase, solid. Yeah. And it, they they were they did the basics, they did everything right, but without kind of being outstanding for me. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you could criticise your back row a little bit in the first half, you know, because of a lot of the penalties they mm. weren't getting to the breakdown or they weren't competing there, they weren't yeah. weren't there quick enough for them. But they obviously sorted that out in the second half. So. The breakdown's an issue, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. generally the breakdown is. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, none of us have any real, uh, <laughs> like, uh, proper uh, quality knowledge about what you actually do, apart from just watching on telly. But I just think you've just got to be quick. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so. I mean, the thing is, like, we've the best jackler we've got on our team is Dan Thomas. Mm. So why isn't he starting? Yeah, especially when you're your second best jackler who also does a lot of other work, is Steve Luatua. And if he's yeah, not playing, playing as well, you kind yeah. of think you've got to have at least someone there. Yeah. So, Miles, what about the backs then? Um, so, it was brilliant to see Randall back. You know, he had a pretty good first half, but then I thought in the second half, Pat obviously had a bit of a word and his pace doubled. He was fantastic in the second half. His bot kicks, bots kicks, you know, he'd been practising on the training ground. or what, what, I don't know what the, the, the commentator called him. Uh... The kickbox yeah, or something sort of that. But anyway, I think eventually Randall came good and he was looking a real live wire in the second half. His fitness is clearly his match fitness is going to take a few games to get back up to speed. But Having said that, the tempo I thought was really yeah. he good did pick up. Who just come yeah, back. no, I, I, I got this. I got this image of Miles with a speed gun in front of yeah, his telly, absolutely measuring it. He's actually twice yeah. as fast in the second half as he was in the first half. That's yeah, incredible. You know the. We've discussed this. The number to number ten position is, is slightly starting to worry us slightly. Really, if we're going to kick forward and be a dominating side in on any front, Europe or Premiership, we've got to sort that out. Um, I realise all of our tries were literally within a one meter of the sidelines, and Sheedy missed them all. Um, his part, his offloading was. Pretty Lock ineffective. Up, yeah. he, there's no inventiveness, I feel, this week that we've seen with uh, McGinty. So a bit disappointing. I did love seeing uh, Siva back. Um, of course I understand his match fitness is not there. And he ran out of steam, didn't he? We thought he was going to power down to a literally 22 to try line try. He eventually got caught and tackled. But 
fair play. He's, you know, it's match fitness. Is, will improve. He would have gone over it usually. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that. If he was yeah. match fit, he literally would have just raced to the line and gone over. But a big tick for him. I thought Johan was a Johan was a little bit quiet. Because um, he's not an inside centre, maybe. No, absolutely. <laughs> semi, his sort of crash ball work till he got, you know, injured and sent off. Purds, I think, got a bit of a knock. I, I it was was you know like a sort of five six out of ten with me and Purds, his mistakes really overshadowed his really enthusiastic runs, which I saw in the second half. But I think his two drops, he did a silly no look pass, so his three yeah. mistakes. Versus his two great runs, a bit negative for me, but yeah, again, yeah. he's not, you know. I think we've mentioned, I mean, you know, he was probably trying a bit too hard. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, he was in a team that, that won quite handsomely. And yeah. He, he was good in the second half, so yeah, I think we've got to give him. And also, I think you're sometimes when you're at that level, you kind of, your head and yeah. your body are in two different mm. places until they yeah. catch up with each other. So, so uh, yeah, you were going to say yeah, something about I the, just, the, the backs. Well, I just wanted to to actually ask you boys who you thought would, was man of the match because um, Randall it, got it. Randall got it, didn't yeah. he? But he wasn't my man of the match personally. They went quite early on the man of the match. They I did. Thought. I mean, uh, you know, maybe before they we were going to win. <laughs> yeah, before the last three before, tries, before Faka got his hat trick. I mean, I get it. I'd be interested. Yeah, you know, I mean, I thought Faka was clearly a. Uh, candidate, although you know, again, is is some of his throwing in the first half was a bit suspect, and to yeah. be, you've got a, you a hooker's got to be kind of, you know, on it on all of them. So I, mean, I don't know. I probably would have given it to Thacker if not Randall. It is you. harsh for a, a guy who scores a hat trick not yeah. to get man of the match, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But for me personally, I thought it was Siva. Yeah. Because yeah. I I just thought coming back from injury, mm. the, the amount yeah. of time that he's been off, and like you say, yeah, you know. And he was disciplined what? in the tackle, wasn't he? He, he was. was. Yeah, he we was. must all have been heart in our mouths Absolutely. in the first one he went into. Yeah. So, no, I think that's a really good point. And uh, let's hope that that was just a warm-up for some more man-of-the-match performances in, in matches to come. Mm -hmm. I mean, spare bears, I think I've mentioned it really. I think James Williams, I think, you know, looked really the business. Brilliant. And yeah, uh, let's hopefully he's going to, I think he'll be featuring in bigger games to come, uh, either off the, off the bench, maybe, or who knows. Um, depends how... Injured Bedlow, O'Connor, and now mm. um, yeah. Semi is. I mean, it'd be interesting to see. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I think we, we've mentioned it before. I think Lloyd, Lloyd, you know, does what he does best. He goes and does what he's told and when he's sent. And uh, he's, he's, still, he's still not getting a chance no. to nail a position, is he? Because no, every time absolutely. he tries to, he gets yeah. he gets moved somewhere else. So yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's hard to say, but you know, you, you could argue that they must have had an impact, the spare bears, because we ended up winning. Uh, when they were on, so I'd, uh, I'd fair love, play. I'd love to have a chat with Ian Lloyd and and actually ask him what his favourite position mm, is, yeah. because you know I it is as brilliant as it is to have a versatile player like that. You know, it, sometimes that versatility yeah. can actually have an adverse well, effect in your career. You should take half a day off, Lee. Pop up to Clifton one of these days. Go into one of the coffee shops. You might find him up there and you can ask <laughs> might, him. I yeah. Go to Borough. He probably goes there at lunchtime. Or, or if, any, or if any, anybody of our listeners manages to bump into Yoan Lloyd in the meantime, could yeah. they ask him well, as well? I did. Well, well, I didn't ask that question. Oh. <laughs> well, look, boys, we're going to move on. There's a couple of last things I wanted to do. We actually got a... 
we got an email. Uh, well, Tony forwarded it, the email to us because yeah. he was what, away. What one? From a from one email, we get one, uh, first email of the uh, of the of 2023 <laughs> to Bears Beyond the Gate. But it was really nice actually. It was a, a fan, Paul Jury. Apologies for for got that wrong um, and we do really really appreciate him yeah. getting in touch because it's you know it's an effort and he was out there so uh, yeah. I thought Mez I thought I'd just copy and paste the email boys and read it out uh, because it was a nice one he said hi there thought I'd give a brief review of the game on my train from Palmer to the ski slopes very nice oh, fancy after watching the zebra game positives Bristol away sport was brilliant Con- uh, support was brilliant considering it's an odd competition not exactly a rugby hotbed and no direct routes from Bristol Palmer is a great city for a couple of days with plenty of history and good food and wine. And also ham, as I uh, think you realise. Uh, three euros for mulled wine at the ground kept the wife happy. Mulled wine? Mulled wine. Oh, Still. It was a bit foggy. It was a bit foggy. Hang on. It's, can't it do is that in January. It's Italy. It's Italy. There we go. Okay. Um, Seaver's back, but had cramp after 50 minutes. So there you go. That's oh, the reason okay. why I didn't score. Uh, um, negatives. First 50 minutes, the players we had out there should have been beating a team like that comfortably. Agreed. But we looked like a team that played like oh, that they only had to turn up to win. Oh, there you go. Oh, you saw what yeah. you saw. I should tell listeners that I actually you haven't read, read this no, email no. beforehand. Zebra, whilst having less skill stroke household names, looked very keen to turn us over on their home patch. Scrum and line-out seemed under pressure, at least not dominant, which is concerning considering the salary cap spend in this area. Yeah. Point. Points to note, we were sat between Pat Lamb and Bench, before the game and at half-time, Pat looked very nervous. Perhaps knowing a weak result here would not bode well for his future. Yes. It was obvious on the bench the buzz amongst the players is not once as it once was. Yeah. Understandable in an environment that isn't winning regularly, though. Players were keen to interact with both away and home fans after, which is much appreciated. Mm. So that's good to hear, oh, actually, because, you know, that's really good to hear. So his ratings, he gave Palmer as a city 8 out of 10. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, I'm not oh, sure the Palmer. Well, yeah. I'm not sure the Palmer Tourist Board would be. They they want a nine, really. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I suppose they got a lot of competition in Italy. Um, ground six out of ten. They tried their best with what they've got, but it is a good walk bus out of the city. Uh, okay. And the performance six point five out of ten. Bonus point win on the road has to be viewed as a positive. All the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair play, Paul. That is that's, that's a brilliant email and. It is the sort of thing we love, especially on away trips, because it's that kind of, you know, like you boys last week, you know, went up to London Irish, that perspective of actually being in the ground is it does and make a massive some, difference. You could hear some brewer stools on the on the. Oh, yeah, I thought. I mean, thing, well, I think so we might point. actually give it. A, we might give it a seven point five yeah. five out of ten for the yeah. ground because you could actually hear the uh, the tunnel system, couldn't you? Yeah. Even on the TV, the music was blasting yeah. about. There was a bit of. Euro pop going on, interjected oh. with some classics, weren't there, Lee? Oh, we've we've got we've got to mention this, haven't we? Yeah. Because I loved that. I was listening to <laughs> I was listening to Foo Fighters, one of Miles's favourite bands. Yeah. yeah. And then the next minute, it started a compilation into into dance music. <laughs> and I I was I was asking my daughters, what song's that, girls? And I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I mean, it's the sort of thing that I think Downsy needs to. Uh, yeah. He needs to up his game a little bit. You mean bit. DJ Downsy? DJ, yeah. DJ Downsy. I'm not sure Downsy does the music, isn't it? It's no. Seb Bailey that does the music at Ashton Gate. There's another guy, yeah. Anyway, so, but let's segue nicely from that to, yeah. to the other bit of audio. Seamless. Uh, bit, of, bit of the audio <laughs> issue, which was the commentary. Uh, we have a bit of adventure because the guy was obviously a, a kind of, you know, freelancer for, for European rugby. And, uh, well, Miles, you were chuckling you know, about it. You I tell was, us what was, was so funny about it. all match, really. Actually, I, I don't know who he was, but to be fair, we are listening to the commentary in English 
these guys are multilingual. Yeah. The ref's sort of getting, I feel like a bit of French in his ear and a bit of Italian, and he's talking to the players in English. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, hats off to the we, guy. We were, we did chortle a bit a few of the pronunciations over well, pronunciations, Miles, did. didn't we? Well, what, absolutely. What we, because do you, do you particularly enjoy? Well, I'll tell you what, because apparently we have a new England front row yeah. of Ellis Genji. <laughs> And Kyle Sinclair. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Kyle loved my, it. my daughter, every time he said Genji, she was oh, she was beating with laughter. Genji Sinclair. I mean, I goodness only knows what he was. What he was called Thacker, Thaxi, or something yeah. like that. But I oh, loved it. Man. I mean, Genji said, and Genji's having a word with the ref. Genji's not happy. I absolutely loved it. But actually, his knowledge was really good. He was spinning out some massive. Some no, 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 no. Right, it wasn't knowledge. He was He's reading, reading stats. Oh, okay. We've got to get this right. Because he kept saying about we had the quickest European try in Challenge yeah. Cup history. Did you read that? I thought, actually... At least he, he was, made an effort. He made a, he made a brilliant effort. Well, to, the fact that he read them out in English was brilliant yeah, to start with, yeah, I admit. Yeah, but, it, but he was reading stats. But even better... I mean, the pronunciations were brilliant, weren't they? <laughs> But even better than that, did you see the subtitles? Oh my goodness! So obviously, because because I didn't watch the game live, and I watched it because Miles had given me the uh, yeah, give me the code on catch up. The subtitles were amazing, honestly, and it 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 literally was. I had tears in my eyes. (laughs) To be honest, if I if I hadn't realised we'd already won the game, if I hadn't known that. I would have just watched that for comedy value because it, it was carry and, on. And to be fair to him, credit to him that he didn't mention being us being twenty eight nil up against Harlequin in some thirty three minutes. Yeah. Like no, virtually absolutely. every BT commentator yeah. does every True. time we play. Yeah, yeah no fair play. I, I actually quite enjoyed it. I it did. was, it I was did. like a kind of stripped down bit of commentary. It felt like a you know a nice kind of plate of vegetables. You know that you know they you know they're actually really good for you, but not really exciting. But you know it was uh, and I, I yeah. fair play to the, whoever it was. Yeah, I'm sure he'll, he'll never know that we're going to say this, but well done, mate. We enjoyed that very yeah, much. We yeah, did. yeah, it was good. Anyway, boys, right? Look, we've got to move on quickly. Um, Why? Well, you know, we've got to keep it under an hour. <laughs> we're under pressure. We're under pressure. I want to keep it under an hour, and we haven't got a massive amount left to talk about apart from the fact that we've obviously got another game. Uh, the last, well, I'm going to call it group game, but it's not really a group game. It's like a, it's, I was trying to explain this this system to my daughter today about how we well, play you them. You do well, because no one else play, understands They it. play us yeah, and then yeah. play someone else, and yeah. then we kind of get a rank order. It's, it's like a kind it's of... It's really confusing. It's, it is confusing. It? So we're kind of, I've made the assumption um, that we actually have got through to the knockout round. We because have. We've I, I believe yeah, we so, yeah, yeah. And I guess what we're playing for on Friday is potentially but not necessarily guaranteed even if we win um, a home home yeah, draw home time. Yeah, yeah. so you know it, it has got some purpose yeah, um, yeah. so Miles it's a bit like uh, American sorry. football system yeah. really isn't it so Lee coming to you sorry because Miles had the last one um, you know what sort of team do you think Pat's going to have to put out and, and you know why See, I'd like to say we're going to go full out again because I think we know the league's gone mm. and you know any position mm. you know that we're going to get in the Champions Cup for next season's gone so I, I just feel like we need to, to put the strongest side out again even though we have qualified but if we can get that home tie I think we're all agreed perfectly on our team that we can we can beat we know we've beaten them already away from home and 
you know, historically, their home patch is their, you know, their strongest yeah. suit. So I, I think that we get some more game time into the legs of Purdy, mm. Siva, you know, um, Randall, and and I think we go strong again. And you know, we we really enjoy this game. We put some points on them, and more importantly, anyone that sees us at Ashton Gate. It's on TC's birthday, isn't it? Yep. So, uh, so if anyone wants to buy mm. TC a pint while we're down there, um, yeah, that's that's, well, that's could, yeah. it's all win-win, isn't it? Good. Thanks for reminding me. Um, just a thought, Miles. Do you think that Pat will start with a team that finished? Um, in other words, do you think we'll have James Williams making a a start? <sighs> well, I think um, it's, uh, there's no way Semi's going to be playing, is it? To mm. be perfectly honest with you, um, yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, that was a strong side that finished clearly because we saw six tries in the in the second half, didn't we? Um, and I think you've commented, you know, at the beginning of the pod. This is our well, when were we last down at Ashton Gate? It was the oh. just after I came back from a ski trip. It was the yeah. Zebri at home. Exactly. It was about the 16th, so no, 17th, 18th of January. Yeah, so, December. So despite me threatening that I may not, couldn't be bothered to go down on Friday what? night, because it was, um, I think I'd had a few too many beers yeah. at that point, um, because we'd put out a substandard team. We didn't really care about the position because we, we qualified. I'm going to retract slightly. Right. Uh, and say I'm really looking forward to Friday night. Yeah. Pat better put out the best team we've got. And I agree, uh, these players need some game time now, especially the guys who've come back from injury. And in front of our home crowd, we've got a smash Perpignan. I mean, yeah. I don't know how much points difference is going to make a difference into our yeah. home or our advantage yeah. or our placement. Who knows? Because the format, I don't think anyone can guess it, can they? Even EPCR. Yeah. They haven't got a clue. It's an f- absolute farce. But I'd like to think. <laughs> I'm sure they got a bit of a clue. But anyway, right. fair play. Well, I think you make a good point. I think you, you make know, a good it's point. It's not fan friendly. No, is it? it's Let's not fan. That way. No, I, I think most people are commenting that the European Championship and Challenge Cup format this year has just gone, hasn't it? I mean, it, 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 the fact yeah. that it's being. Okay, let's be a bit. The fact it's been palmed off away from BT Sport onto another pay per view channel mm. is just poor, yeah. really poor for fans. And I don't mind playing a fiver because you cannot televise every game. Mm. I understand that. So, a strong side on Friday night, and I think we'll get a good win against Perpignan. Yeah. But as you said, we haven't got a clue who will be playing, even yeah. if we see yeah. the results. I mean, on the, yeah, on the flip be. side of that, you know. It's it's gonna be it'll be lovely to see Perpignan down at Ashton Gate, wouldn't no, it? Absolutely. You, know, you think that the times where we were uh, we were in the, the championship yeah, and we were yeah. watching Artbury and Elian and you know Rotherham and Nottingham and teams like that, you know. Yeah. It's it's not the top table, but at least it's the next level down and these teams are, you know, great to great to see them at Ashton Gate. And we love I mean, we wanna go down, we love going down. It's a home game. Yeah, yeah. It's the banter. It's a social, and it's you know what's the point? You know, it, yeah. That's what we do it for. That's why we do it. That's why you know we got to go. <laughs> yes, yeah, we got to do this. We paid for it. We do it anyway, <laughs> wouldn't we? Because yeah, uh, yeah. you well, know, we'll, and I think we'll, we'll be in the packet before yeah. the game, won't we? Yeah. Having a beer. It's yeah. I mean, every, and that's a beauty of sport, isn't it? There's always another game, and mm. uh, and I think yeah, and I think I hope that we do put a strong team out, and I hope that we play well, and I hope we give the give us all fans something to cheer about because we have. 
an awful lot at home to cheer about. So, you know, I think the club partly have got a responsibility to, to take the, the fixture as seriously as possible oh, as well yeah, for, for, for all the season tickets. The 10,000 season ticket holders, we should mention, which not many clubs can say that, can they? No, so no, so no. I think you're right. I think we'll go, there'll be some rotation maybe. I, I imagine, you know, we'll, we'll start again with perhaps Genge and Sinclair, um, you know, our front row and start and then maybe bring on the, the others. But it'd be interesting to see if uh, some of those, you know, Bates and um, Williams get to start in centre or whether O'Connor and... Um, Piers O'Connor and Sam Bedler are, are, are getting close to, to coming back so we will find out um, so I was going to say boys I mean, I've mean, i forgotten to do that thing where you say halfway through you're listening to Bears Beyond the Gate you can listen to us on blah 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 but I always it, think mate. why do we need to do, do that do because They're people listening are listening already, already aren't they I suppose you could say if you've got anything you'd like to uh, share with us you can use our Twitter feed which is bearsbeyondgate.com no, that's the Twitter feed, is at it? Bears Beyond Gate. <laughs> and our, our email, email address, but it is confusing, is bearsbeyondthegate at gmail.com. Gmail so like Paul did earlier, we're very welcome. Tony's very welcome to get all of the emails because yeah. he runs the account and then passes them on to us. I was going to say, have you got any goats? But Miles has been on one about <laughs> pay-per-view and all He's this already sort of stuff it. already. So I don't think we'll talk about that. Um, I don't know, there was a few other issues maybe. Um, did anyone listen to the... Uh, the Bear All podcast. I haven't had a chance no, to yet. No, no. I mean, no. I, I'm sure it was fun. I, 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 uh, I might going to give it a listen. You know, it's, it's not really the competition at all, is it? But it's you know, oh, fair play to them. I like those boys. Yeah, but I haven't had a chance, so we'll miss that one. Anyone been down the shop recently? No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but I did get a voucher ah. for Christmas from my girls. Yeah. Um, and I, I have been open to pop down there. Yeah. Um, well, I because I do, as you know, like any all the listeners know, I walk my dog Stan, yeah, uh, and I tend to walk him past the city, uh, past the Ashton Gate, mm -hmm. you know, on the way down to the park, yeah. And I did notice there was still some, I think there was some advent calendars <laughs> still in there at some point. Twenty twenty four. Are you Christmas jumpers? But there were some Christmas jumpers there. But I, I have to admit, I did buy the um, the oddballs. The Bristol Bears oddballs Odd pants. pants. I got them too. Oh my god! You for how, Christmas? No, I bought seriously, them myself. Yeah. How comfortable are they, yeah. Pete? Lovely. They really are well, comfortable. Yeah. I mean, I've I've got some oddballs already uh, and well, some pants. <laughs> I think they'll still be able to cater for yeah, you, Miles, because they've managed. Like, well, I, I know Pete's packing as well. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so. They do, they do cater for all sizes and shapes. I tell you, it's turn, it's you turning into a burner. Depends if you've got in a, a large or an XL, think, mate. Boys, I think we're going to have to stop. This is turning into a Bernard Manning, like live blooming uh, gig here. Anyway, right. Well, look, I, boys, I think this people anyway, are getting bored. Can now. we just can tell? Quick, can we just quickly? Can we, oh. let's, let's go back on chat to rugby. No. Oh, yes. A big shout out to the Bristol Bears women, Good who convincingly beat uh, Sale Sharks women at Sharsley Park at the weekend, forty-eight twenty-one. Mm -hmm. I actually drove back down the M32 on Friday afternoon with the kids and thought, oh, we could go. I know it started two hours ago, and actually oh. we had nothing on. And I, I should have remembered to take the kids, but they would have whined. But that's a big shout out. That's a great result for the women on uh, Saturday afternoon. Do, do you often drive down the motorway with your kids wearing nothing no. in that class? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I said, oh, look, Bristol Wears women normally play there. And lo and behold, they were there and clearly smashing shell sarks. So, you know, they carry on with their yeah, winning fair play. Right, fair stuff. Play. Good stuff. I got something. Last thing. Last thing, because I know you want to wrap this up. Yeah. Our mate. Andrew Cleaver, yep. yeah. Briz Vader, yep. 
Now, he wants us to talk about pot noodles. Oh, well, that's partly pot my noodles. fault as well. I, no, it's not partly your fault. It's fully your okay, fault. Okay, so oh, just, just to did, explain, oh, Miles, okay, what yeah. happened was, I again, I, I, post, I bought the other day a, uh, a Donna Kebab pot noodle. <laughs> Which and, I didn't know existed. And, and I, 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 I took a picture of it and posted it out for no apparent reason that I just thought it was Nothing funny. else to do. And then I had a few of the Bristol Bears fans coming back uh, I think Pablo the Bristol Bear was one of them, who then put me on to the Bombay Bad Boy, which is a kind of curry pot noodle. Andrew Cleaver, who likes a bit of social media. And a bit of and spice. And a bit of spice. Also is a, is a lover of pot noodles, but put a picture of his pot noodle yeah. in a sandwich. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and then dear. he kind of just suggested that there should be some sort of poll on Bears Beyond the Gate about do people like pot noodles or not. So when Tony listens to this... Which of course he will be <laughs> all the way to the end, I'm sure. <laughs> Tony, we want a Bears Beyond the Gate poll, pot noodle, yes or no. Right, we can do pot noodle, yes or no, but what we can't do, Andrew, is we can't do pot noodle in a sandwich. Now, there's got to be. It's not pop noodle, it's, it's pot noodle. Yeah, that's what I said. I thought pot you said pot noodle. <laughs> but we can't do pot, pot noodle <laughs> in a sandwich. With bread and butter, you know. And that's that wrong on every just, level. It's wrong on every level, and we're, we're dismissing that right now, yeah? We so are. Tony will do a poll next yeah. week, but yeah. bread and butter is definitely not going to yeah. be included, that is, yeah? That is just wrong. So, boys, on that note, <laughs> I think we better finish, because people really are getting bored now. So, that's it. You've so been we're listening. Just, we're we're going to miss our predictions for next oh, week. No, we'll we'll just say win-win-win, yeah? Win-win-win-win. I'm, I'm in charge. I don't like predictions. Yeah, win, so, win, we're not going to do any predictions. No, we're going to drop it there. So, you've been listening to Bears Beyond the Gate. <laughs> we managed to get it in just under an hour, which is unbelievable, really. Um... Hopefully, we'll see some of you down the gate next Friday and we'll get a good win against Perpignan. Um, have a good week, stay safe and up the bears.